Hey there, I'm Pastor Terry. Thanks for stopping by the Grace for Your Journey podcast. If you want to live bigger, love better, and know God deeper, you have absolutely landed at the right spot. You see, here at Grace for Your Journey, we believe three things firmly and completely. The entire Bible addresses all the questions about life. We really believe that. Second, when God's word is presented from a positive, encouraging perspective, it actually draws people to the Lord and it doesn't push people away. And then third, we know without a doubt a life rooted in biblical truth is the happiest life you can ever live. <laughs> so sit back and enjoy this edition of Grace for Your Journey. Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey podcast. So glad that you are with us. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. We're in John 1, verse 14. Now, for those of you who are regular listeners, you're going to say, uh, well, Terry, we've been there a while. Yeah, this is the fourth episode. <laughs> but it's packed that full of great information about our Lord Jesus. So here it is. Uh, John 1, 14 says this. Now, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory. Glory as of the only Son of God, from the Father, full of grace and truth. Again, just to give you a quick recap, not to rehash everything every time we're together, but this is just so important. Look, if you get the identity of Jesus wrong, you will not have salvation. Let me say that again. If you don't know who Jesus is, I'll say it a different way, you cannot be saved. I mean, that just sort of makes sense, right? I mean, if you don't know the address of my house, how are you going to get here? Well, you can't. If you don't know the address to Jesus, who he is, how are you going to get there? Well, you're not. You're not going to recognize him. So it's vital that we remember that Jesus is all God, all man. He came together through this mysterious um, theological process called the hypostatic union, the merging together of all God, all man without, listen, without either nature being sacrificed or compromised. So, so he came together in those natures. Now that doesn't mean he had all the attributes of both, right? But it means he had the nature of both. And that's very interesting. Nature is that substance, that stuff that you're made of. He was all flesh and still all the God stuff that comprises the Trinity, whatever that is called spirit, right? So it was both of those natures fully formed and present within one living person named Jesus. So the Bible goes on and says that we saw his glory. The glory has only the Son from the Father. Glory is a word that's typically used to describe the visible uh, manifestations, the observable manifestations of God's glory and greatness. If you go back um, to the book, uh, go back to the Old Testament, to the Pentateuch, um, in Exodus, God is passing in front of uh, of Moses up on the mountain, and he has to cover him over because his glory was so bright, it would have killed him. So Jesus came, and even though he was clothed in human flesh, all human flesh was still all God, God had to tone it down or we would have died in his presence. <laughs> I mean, that's who Jesus is. Yet he's all man because he could die on the cross. Now, he is from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, last week we talked, or last episode, I should say, we talked about grace, the word charis. We said that Jesus uh, was full of four types of grace or four ways that grace comes into our life, Jesus represented fully, displayed fully, and gives fully. There's saving grace, sanctifying grace, sustaining grace, and serving grace. And so today we're talking about truth, because the Bible says that he is all of this, 
But what we're going to see is he's full of grace and truth. Now, the word for truth is aletheia. Aletheia is the Greek word. And there's a few types of truth that the Bible talks about. First of all, it talks about philosophical truth. Um, In other words, what we believe. Philosophical or theological truth, what we believe. What is the right way to look at God? What are the right beliefs about God? I mean, we live in a world today where people want to say, well, this is my truth and this is your truth and that's their truth. But but that isn't true. <laughs> that isn't what truth is. Those are opinions. Those are want tos. Those might be attitudes, but they're not truth. True is true no matter what. Truth is like a law. It is always true. And so the Bible gives us philosophical or theological truth. And Jesus was the sum total of all of that as he lived on this earth and now as he's ascended into heaven. You want to know how to believe? Look to Jesus. You want to know theologically what's correct? Look at Jesus. If you want to know how to act, react, and interact in your mind and in your attitude, look to Jesus. So he is philosophically true. Second, he is ethically true. Philosophical truth tells us what to believe. Ethical truth tells us how to live. You want to live right? Then look to Jesus. You want to live wise? Look to Jesus. You want to live in a way that advances your life rather than sabotages it? Look to Jesus. And then, of course, there's there's spiritual truth. You want to know spiritual truth. What is true in the area of the Spirit? Jesus was the full, perfect, complete personification of spiritual truth. When you come to Jesus and know who he is and explore the depths of who he is, you will never be lacking. You will never walk away wanting more. He is enough spiritually. And in John 1, 14, we're told that Jesus was filled with grace and truth. Next kind of truth is relational truth. Jesus was the living, breathing example of how to be in relationship with God, how to believe, uh, how to be in relationship with others, and and really how to be in relationship with yourself. He came to bring peace in all of those areas. He is relational truth. And then finally, he is sacrificially true. What does that mean? God wanted to redeem the world. In order to redeem the world, he had to have a perfect sacrifice. That sacrifice had to be flesh because it had to be sacrificed Um and blood had to be shed, so it had to be perfectly fleshly human, but it, it also had to be perfect spiritually. It had to be God. Well, the only person who could do that was God. So God came down, took on flesh. We know him as the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, and he sacrificed himself on the cross, and it was sufficient. It was good enough. It was right. It was perfect. It was true. And God was able to redeem us. The word that became flesh was filled with grace and truth. Believe him today and you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much. I pray, Holy Spirit, you invade our hearts and minds with grace and truth. Jesus, may we never grow tired of pursuing you and loving you. It's in your name we pray. Amen and amen. God's blessings on you. Love you. We'll talk again next time.
Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.